0: Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast all about beauty beyond the BS. This week it's a new Meet the Founder episode and it's one that I know a lot of you have been excited for. If you don't already know, Meet the Founder always takes place first on Instagram Live. It's a really great way for brand founders to connect with future founders and share their experiences with my audience. As it's a live experience, the editing is minimal. So you have been warned, you might hear the odd glitch here, but my guest's advice makes it all worth it. If you don't know the name Fiona Kochan, that could be forgiven, but I'd be really surprised if you didn't know her brand or at least seen its hero product. Euphoria is the brand that Fiona created in April 2021, so yep, yeah, the height of the pandemic, not really the kind of time that you'd expect someone to start something from scratch, but during that time, Fiona created the Chemical Reaction Blush Oil, which works with your individual skin pH to give you your own perfect pink blush. I've tried it myself. I actually wear it on the live. So if you want to check it out on Instagram, head to BeautyMePodcast. It's just this beautiful blush and it's just managed to make serious waves on social media. And I think that's because from the outset, the San Francisco native, Fiona, Knew that she wanted to utilize TikTok in particular to get the brand's message and ethos out there and to just show it, show how it works. For Fiona, these makeup products are more than makeup. It's about being able to actually sleep in your makeup and have skin that looks better, not worse the next day. As Fiona comes from a tech background, she really did start from ground zero. She kind of started out by doing everything herself, from looking at the formulas, finding ingredients that wouldn't affect her sensitive skin, right down to the design and creating content, which is something she'd actually never done before. As such, Fiona shares that creating a beauty brand was a real test of her resilience and taught her so much about her own mental health journey, it's a great conversation. If you want to see it, head to Beauty Me Podcast on Instagram and there is a meet the founders section or just keep listening and definitely be sure to check out Youthphoria on Instagram at Get and enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me. When I mentioned that you were coming on, even today when I got my nails done, the um, owner of the nail salon was like, I can't wait to listen to this one. I feel that you've connected with not only Gen Z, which is obviously, you know, the demographic that so many brands want to be able to communicate with, but also people looking for a little nostalgia because back in the 90s, there was, you know, lip lipsticks that would change colour from green to pink. And I feel that you've given people a bit of joy again. So first of all, I would love to know your why. Launching in April, 2021, why was your mind on launching a beauty brand during a pandemic something that was we're still you know going through and seeing the effects of personally and globally but why did you start youthphoria to be honest the
1: pandemic really inspired youthphoria it was really that first week where we couldn't go out or see anyone i think it was the first week in uh, like my life since I've been a teenager, that I didn't wear makeup for a week. And I instantly made that connection that for me, putting on makeup is really about going out, seeing people, having fun with friends, really connecting with people. I think until the point of the pandemic, I didn't really make that connection that's um makeup was about that for me I always thought it was about covering up flaws now I realize no it's a ritual to to anticipate having a good time with with my friends and I'm someone who it doesn't take a lot you know it's one sip of wine I will fall asleep in my makeup um that night and I remember when I was younger I would go to the hospital like really with these full-blown allergic reactions it's happened more than one time um so it's something that I've You know, always have to be wary of. And um, I just kept thinking, like, am I ruining my my skincare routine with my makeup? Like, am I kind of breaking rules? I remember telling my friends, oh, I slept in my makeup last night, always felt so guilty, always would get shaved, always would get these looks. (laughs) And I kept thinking to myself, if I'm, you know, if I can't sleep in this, like if I can't nap in my makeup, like can I really put it on in the day? Um, so I really wanted makeup that I could see as an extension of my skincare. Personally, I loved this idea of if I wear makeup, it'll make my skin better over time. Um, it's something I'm like, that's a really, you know, I, I really want that. Um, so you know, really that whole you know, pandemic time where we couldn't really go out, I, I remember realizing. You know what? I really want some colorfulness, some playfulness, um, euphoria. The brand name refers to this emotion that's like when you're just really happy in your adult life, you're reminded of your favorite childhood memories. I don't know why there's like not a name for that emotion, but it's something mm-hmm. I feel like so many people have experienced. And I think, you know, you brought back uh the point of nostalgia and, and remembering things in the nineties. Like I'm very inspired by, you know, the things I really liked when I was 12 and I really wanted to bring that fun back um doesn't matter what age you are um but it is it is you know makeup is really fun
0: it's so funny because um obviously I was reading about you beforehand and I know you have mentioned about when you would put on makeup it was often to go out and I didn't even make that connection myself because I'm really into makeup and just playing around but I don't go out that much so I just loved how it can mean different things to so many people, but the point of it is the fun aspect. And even through this podcast, so many people have told me that makeup is actually their therapy. It's it's so much more. So I love that for you, it was almost like a ritual that meant you were going somewhere fun. And obviously the pandemic was like, no, you're not. Um, <laughs> exactly. But tell, tell us like, so you have the idea, you know, many people have ideas but not everybody has the the commitment to go through with it let alone resources what was your first move to making it a real thing
1: i remember um right before the pandemic i was you know flying to um, korea seeing manufacturers it didn't feel real to me until the pandemic hit because it was like okay, like what am I really going to do? And I remember just spending a lot of time designing things, you know, writing, writing out all of my ideas for the brand and what I really, really wanted. I think, you know, when the pandemic hit, it really narrowed down the focus of no, like makeup is about fun for me. I really want these products to exist. I hadn't come from the beauty industry. I worked in like tech, selling, I don't know, crazy software to data centers and things like that. Um, but I remember thinking, like, do I have experience in this field? Um, not really knowing how to go about things, but um, kind of realizing if I'm doing something that no one has ever done before, I don't need to have imposter syndrome. My experience doesn't matter. How I, how I stack up against someone else's experience doesn't matter. And that kind of just, like, I don't know, almost tricked my brain to just get me going and and to keep moving forward I really believed that if I wasn't doing this no one would do this and this was something I really just wanted to buy you know I really want makeup that I can sleep in I really want makeup that's good for my skin I really love certain textures um and it kind of just became like an all-encompassing passion project for me I remember um the first time we got early samples of blush um and I didn't even think you know I was going to make makeup you could sleep in but I remember thinking I sleep in my makeup Five nights a week. I've been doing this since I was 18. I have to be able to wear makeup in the way that I use makeup. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to change my habits. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to test it by sleeping in it because I need to feel comfortable with what I'm releasing. And I remember waking up the next morning with just much, much nicer skin on my cheeks. And I, Remember thinking like I need to throw out my entire skincare routine. It's it's definitely not as good as it can, can be because this is this is so much better and it's such a you know different way of looking at things. Um, made my husband using these products with me too because I was like I can't be the only one.
0: Um, so parents, it, like a full face of makeup.
1: Or- I think not just a patch. You know I won't do. I, I like he, it's always just really uh, you know specific patches. Nothing nothing too crazy for him. He would kill me. Um, and seeing like even his uh, patch of blush, like just that part, patch skin really glow. I was like, wow, that's really like, I think we're really onto something special.
0: It's still such a big idea for you to say, you know, beauty wasn't your you know, wheelhouse. Everybody says that word these days. To have that confidence. Where, just on a personal level, are you someone that, it, would you describe yourself as very confident, very driven, like anything you set your mind to?
1: I think I became in this way kind of through that process of making blush. I think blush is just a product where it really showed me like, you know, your crazy ideas, if you really believe in it. And, and, and of course, it has to be a great product um, that would work. But I remember like, I mean, even the whole journey of um, starting youth for you, know, it's been a really big mental health journey for me and, and figuring out that confidence. But again, I always have to trick my brain um, in thinking that if I do something that no one else has ever done before, my experience doesn't matter and how it stacks up to someone else's experience doesn't matter. A lot of things we've done, like even um, formulating without fossil fuels, like that's still not really done. It's still not really a skill set that, you know, most most um, chemists that, that work on beauty products really have. And just remember, I always thought this has to be chemically possible. It just has to be, um, you know. I think amazing things can happen when you really are intentional about what products you want to make and and why you want to make uh, certain things and just kind of making sure, making really, making sure that we're testing things properly. um, And, and, you know, it's been a great experience that way.
0: Well, I love the blush oil. I've used it a couple of times now, and I was actually blown away by the way the color just comes through Obviously like it is a chemical, you know, you can make things happen by chemicals, mixing with your own, your own skin's um, chemistry. And I just love how anybody can wear it because that's, again, that's what makeup should be about as well. You know, any skin tone. Um, so I just think it's amazing what you've done. Um, I can't wait to see what you're doing next. And I'm pretty sure there's there's lots more to come, but tell me about, the early challenges aside from it being a pandemic um distribution etc ingredients um what would you say were the key challenges that you came up with came up against
1: i will say that because i launched in a pandemic i don't even know what it's like to not be in a (laughs) pandemic i don't know i'm just kind of used to the chaos of a pandemic i always kind of just assume something might go wrong because I don't know, it's, the world's a little bit unpredictable, but mm. the very early challenges were, um, number one, kind of. Kind of wanting to make these skincare makeup hybrids to be honest a lot of um makeup skincare hybrids today i think they are tr- like more on the makeup side um, a lot of makeup bases still contain ingredients that are not great for skin so just kind of coming up with a new formulation from the ground up that that would work that would work holistically um in your entire routine that was really challenging and then number two formulating without fossil fuels like i remember i was watching chemistry lectures um on youtube and i didn't know where i didn't know where chemicals came from like i just i had no idea Um, and i I watched this lecture and they were saying that like if it's a synthetic chemical it can be made from anything but it's most likely made from fossil fuels Um, not because it has to be but just because that's what's cheaply and widely available And, um, you know, even looking for alternative options. Like, I really like synthetics. I think they're great um, for for makeup, specifically. Uh, They're great for performance, great for texture. But just trying to find one that comes from a plant instead of fossil fuels, that was originally very challenging. Um, And I remember, like, when we were able to kind of develop this, I was like, this, like, we should always just be doing this. This is, like, much better for the planet. And um, I definitely see additional skincare benefits by uh, choosing a plant-based option instead
0: when did you have the moment when you thought, okay, it's gone beyond, you know, me thinking it's a good idea. I've tested it. When was your first inkling that you were really onto something that people would love?
1: I think probably after we launched the business, I remember even like when we were launching, I was still unsure. I think it was like seeing customers reactions to the blush like the very very early days I remember every time we got tagged I would just be watching this at night and it was almost like watching like you know people live and um, just seeing the reaction and Mm -hmm. across you know different age ranges um, different skin tones that was really really cool
0: because obviously you launched in April so a year ago basically how quickly has it turned into something that made you think okay now we need to bring something new because I do think that's the can kind of be a pressure for a new business. Like, Are you already thinking about newer things? I know you've got the lip glosses and the primer, but were you thinking, oh, maybe in a few years I'll do this, but now it's like, oh no, we need to do something new now.
1: I've been, yeah, I've been working on primer, I think definitely before we launched the brand um, primer was another product that I just really wanted and needed um, was just because like I have extremely sensitive skin. So what this primer does that's really unique is that it's a protective layer between your skin and your makeup. If um, you know, if you love makeup, you'll know that like, Sebum can, can dissolve makeup, so that kind of protects your makeup. But you also, if you have sense of skin, you sometimes want a protective layer between the irritating ingredients in makeup and your skin. That was something I needed because I'm allergic to, like, most make- Like, I love makeup, and I can't wear most, most other brands' makeup. Um, so for me, that was like, okay, I definitely just want this for myself. Um, let's add some innovative, um, active ingredients. Let's really make a primer where if you're someone who can't wear a ton of like a ton of ingredients you can at least wear this and then you can wear other brand uh, other brand stuff and then i'm pretty openly working on a foundation um this is a product when i decided i want makeup that's really good for your skin that you can sleep in like foundation was uh, always the number one product i i i wanted to make
0: honestly if you i the thought of sleeping in makeup scares me because i deal with acne you know hormonal acne so um but i do remember the days when it happens and the guilt you can feel and especially in the beauty industry amongst you know um vloggers or influencers there's definitely like uh there can be a shame attached to it but I just love if you can do it with mascara um I'm in. is <laughs>
1: <Mascara's> hard. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know I bet but um were there any times when you were just like I really don't know like, did you ever have doubts or did you ever have sleepless nights did you ever cry about this business like what were the lower moments oh, all the
1: time all the time all the time <laughs> it happens all the time I think uh, especially I think last year I remember just always being very stressed um it was something where it made me realize like if I'm constantly feeling this trust about the business like maybe maybe it's a pattern within myself that I need to resolve and, and really fix. Um, I will say hundred percent like investing in my mental health and just figuring out like my own patterns has been so valuable. What I've realized is that, you know, within a week, I don't have, you know, a hundred percent days every day. It's just, it's just not going to happen for me. So if I have a slower day, a no bones day, I will just say, you know what, today's a no bones day. I'm not making any major decisions, nothing that's, um too crazy that requires too much brain work i'll do you know admin work busy work but nothing nothing too crazy i think once i gave myself a lot of grace and and self-compassion allowing myself to not be at 100 percent or you know get everything right the first time it made it made things a lot more fun you know i started the business because i really wanted to have fun with makeup. I you know, fun is like our number one core value and I needed to make sure that I kept, you know, my mental health in a good place where I could have fun and I could enjoy it. And if problems arise and you know it's a pandemic. There's 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 unexpected problems all the time. Um just even my mindset towards how do we, you know, solve a problem if something comes up um has completely changed. But yeah, early days all the time, could cry all the time. I think I think it's very normal.
0: I just want to ask you, and this isn't so much business related but do you think that if the pandemic hadn't happened you wouldn't be as prepared don't you feel that a new language has kind of come up throughout the pandemic where we are kinder to ourselves before the pandemic there was very much judge on that you know team no sleep team no days off you know I'm doing this I'm a working mom I've got a business it was very like on 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 And I feel like, especially in the first year, we were just trying to find ways to cope and finding new words, like, you know, uh, treating yourself with grace and slowing down and it's okay. Because I even had what you would class as not 100% day-to-day. And I was like, well, I'm going to speak to Fiona later. I get to speak to Fiona later. I don't want to cancel that because I'm feeling less than. But do you feel it's the pandemic that's allowed us to kind of look at these things, like how we behave and take care of our mental mental health more?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, we're definitely in a different, kind of like a different mindset. I think the old hustle culture of like work 24-7, I think, I think that, you know, it's not healthy. I think, you know, finding ways to protect your mental health like is so important, I think. Um, but it's also like it's just a much more enjoyable way to to spend your day. I think um, once I allowed myself to really look at my mental health and figure out like what do I need, um, you know, to, how, how do I need to protect my health on, on days that are not great. I mean, I feel like. I I feel like the work is just much more enjoyable I I will say I do I do have some crazy hours some days but Mm -hmm. um a lot of those days they just kind of pass and I I do really enjoy you know the creative the creative in the zone moments but I definitely don't put any pressure on myself to every day has to be like that you know
0: so it's not like the the whole girl boss get it together and everything is just what is it, booked and busy?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I try to, I definitely try to listen to my body. Um, I try to listen to how I'm feeling and, you know, obviously we have to get things done and and we wanna make sure things are done on time, but it does feel like an easier way to to
0: manage everything. What would you say is the biggest misconception people can have going into starting a beauty business?
1: You know, my biggest advice is just start because you'll learn so much about yourself. you know, I've, I've become a completely different person just through that process. And for that, I'm super grateful. I always say like, this has been a mental health journey for me more than an entrepreneurial journey. That was my biggest surprise. Um, I think what was really obvious on the, in the early days was like almost all my insecurities or anything I hadn't resolved kind of just smacked me in the face. Um, and it was like, this is something maybe you should work on. And, you know, I really took the time. It was just something where it was really obvious, you know, it's, it's good to, and it's good to do, um, and that was hundred percent the biggest surprise, I think how resilient i've become i i i'm I'm shocked um but I'm also really grateful that through this experience um something's revealed itself and and I got the opportunity to fix and resolve um you know things that you know honestly didn't need to be affecting me anymore
0: I just I'm gonna have to ask you to just just explain a little bit more about that because there could be people listening that have those same insecurities like what were the things what were the specific traits that perhaps you've been able to change?
1: Yeah, I mean, prior to starting Youthphoria, I, I had never really made content before. I never really put myself out there. Um, really through that process of just kind of necessity of, you know, I have to create content. No one else is, you know, on my team to create content. Um, finding that actually maybe I really do enjoy creating content. Um, that was a really big surprise, but I never I a hundred percent in a million years never thought that I would be creating content for euphoria for you. Like, like at the volume that I do now. Um, uh, but it's been a great surprise. And I, I think what's really surprising to me is that, you know, if you just put in the effort to, to learn something, um, give yourself grace, like, you know, if you're doing something for the first time, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's, it's, you know, you, 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 it's, uh, you don't put so much pressure for yourself when you're learning something, it becomes a really fun process.
0: So I have to ask you about the packaging, because, again, that's what I was discussing um, with the nail set today. I just love your packaging is just so fun. It reminds me of like, it's really chic, but it's not in that traditional, you know, white with black fonts. And, you know, it's just so much fun. It makes you want to collect, you know, everything. Where did that is that all from you as well, That like the look of the brand, the bright neons?
1: Yeah, well, I was really inspired because, again, I was stuck in a very messy apartment during the pandemic. I was looking at my entire beauty counter. Everything was black and white, you know, exactly. It's all very sleek, um, kind of reminded me of, I don't know, early 2000s magazine, that type of vibe. And I was like, I just want something loud and fun and vibrant i want something that makes me feel like i'm out of the pandemic i'm out of my apartments. um i wanted i wanted something that reminded me of fun and that you know fun can be very chic and it can be very luxurious and it can be um you know something that 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 isn't childish that isn't something that you do only when you're a kid i think having fun in your adulthood is is something um that i really enjoy and i wanted to bring that into the brand
0: there's something that happens. We go from childhood to being told, stop being silly now and stop playing is for kids. And really, we're just told to change. I don't know what age it kicks in, but it's all of a sudden, it's not about fun anymore. And, you know, so I love what you're doing. Um, I have to know, you know, you're a baby in the beauty industry, you know, it, you've been around for a year. What is the big picture for you? Like, how big do you want to take this?
1: I would love to do a full face of euphoria I think what I really, really love to do is, you know, create these new formats of makeup where you're adding all these skincare benefits. I think I'm at the point now where I'm fully addicted to figuring out how many skincare benefits I can add to a product. Um, I, I really think even in the beauty industry um or in the makeup industry right now, there's a ton of texture profiles that don't really exist um that I think could exist. So even not just like adding in the skincare benefits, but adding like looking at textures and what can we do with textures, um, I love the sensorial aspect of makeup when you completely get it right it's a completely different experience i think um there's just so much product development that i on honestly i could do this for 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 the rest of my life i I really love making products um but yeah full face for different types of you know like when your skin is dry or when your skin's oily um different types of conditions or um and then different types of formats of, of new products i can't i can't wait to figure out what else i come up with but i love product developing
0: are you working on anything right now that you can hint about?
1: I I will say that everything um, that I'm launching this year is kind of everything that I've discovered in my developments of foundation that I realized, okay also needs to exist alongside foundation. Um, foundation is my big big project this year. Um, I just came back from Korea, have a ton of samples and I'm I'm working through and even like where we are right now, like the texture is insane. Like it's it's like. I'm very specific about textures because I know if you get the right texture, you don't need to know how to blend as well, but it can still look really good on your skin. And that's something I really appreciate because sometimes you just don't have time to really blend everything out. Um, But yeah, the amount of actives we're adding in, even I'm just like, are we really doing this? Like this is (laughs)
0: insane to me. Wow. So when are you thinking that's coming? Is it coming in 2022?
1: I think it's going to be 2023. Okay
0: what advice would you give to people that have specifically tuned in to hear about how you start a beauty business? What what would be your key piece of advice for them?
1: I would say that, you know, you should just start it. I think it's always important to recognize that you yourself have a unique perspective. You have unique experiences and you should definitely bring that um, to the brand. You know, it's it's definitely your journey, your path, your passion um, and just start it.
0: One thing about your brand, you definitely... Um, managed to get that emotional relationship. Um, And I think that's so important because, you know, the beauty industry is huge and the pandemic hasn't really affected it. I think it affected it in the early days where we may have bought less makeup, but more skincare. But now it's like, I feel a lot of people, they just want to celebrate again. And like you mentioned, they want to go out again. And so I can't wait to see what you come up with next. and just thank you so much Fiona. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening. Do please share this episode with anyone who's thinking about starting a new beauty business or just looking for an inspiring story. As always I'd love it if you could rate and review this episode if you enjoyed it and be sure to hit subscribe so you know when the next episode is out. See you next time.